don't know the context of this podcast until I hear it later. So hopefully I'm vibe, but you seem nice in person. So welcome to Creative Ops, a podcast for creative people. everybody this last weekend i was at the farmhouse wellness artist market i was one of the artists i was selling my book there and then i was also doing this podcast i talked about it a little bit last time my uh, i was there this was the second one they did and there's one more also if you're in grand rapids on august 20th come to farmhouse wellness on wealthy street in grand rapids between 10 a.m and 4 p.m for the next art market You'll be able to buy my book there, and I'll bring the podcast back again. People seem to like that. And if you're wondering what my book is about, well, one of the people that I talked to at the artist market is local comedian and entertainer Mike Logan, and he was kind enough to give his vocal talents that he charges people for usually for free on this occasion. So he went ahead and read the back of the book. Here's uh, Mike Logan doing a beautiful read off the back of my book, Switchers. Switchers. It started on the last day of school in a version of 1996 most of us don't remember. Kurt and his friends Andy, Birdie, and Dylan are starting summer break by an abandoned farmhouse behind a 7-Eleven. A run-in with some bullies ends the night in terror for everyone involved. The next morning, Kurt wakes up to complete chaos in what is the beginning of a journey of both distance and time no one could have imagined. Kurt and his friends time travel, switching bodies with their adult selves in the process, learning about each other, finding out who they can trust, and hoping they find a way home before they get stuck in a future with little hope of survival. Permanently. Pretty badass, right? And Mike stuck around and he did a full interview with me. I trimmed it down for time. Most of these interviews are going to be five minutes or less. You know, some of them land kind of between like three minutes to maybe just over five minutes is the longest one. I got several interviews here with people who attended the art market, people who were vendors at the art market, and even one with somebody who works at the dispensary and another one with one of the co-organizers of the uh, entire event, well, series of events. Like I said, there's another one on August 20th, Farmhouse Wellness, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Come to that one you can get on the podcast and you can buy my book do it here's mike's interview to kick us off mike logan everybody made a social media promo hi <laughs> thanks for coming out chris what are you doing here at the farmer's market today <laughs> i'm selling my books and instead of losa's paintings i've got my daughter's and the funny thing is she's just like two months south of 21 so she can't even be here but oh. her art is here and uh you know I told her everything's 60% of what the actual price is, and I'm just going to keep the other 40%. But that's fair, right? Yeah, that's a good cut. That's I mean, fair. that's a producer's fee, finder's fee, manager's fee, whatever you want to call it. You should get a cut. For people that aren't here and are maybe going to be at the next art market, not farmer's market, the farmhouse yeah, don't art market. don't bring tomatoes expecting to get a good swap. Yeah, no. I mean, you could try it. I don't know. It's really but weird. No matter how high <laughs> I get, like, 
I, my normal thought process is really incoherent and like scatterbrained, but the second I'm in front of a microphone, it's like totally crystal clear. Ka-ching! <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, I'm on? Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. What kind of exciting things do you see that you're like, oh, man, people should come here. I see a, this that's really cool. Actually, I see some um, some really nice, um, looks like dinnerware, plateware, flatware over there. Some pottery. There we go. Oh, in the way back? Yeah, over there. Oh, that's that's Kate. Uh, Clay Kate. I, I, I think it's Clay Kate. I, I follow her on Instagram, too. She's really good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I want to go check that out. That looks really uh, enticing. Because I've definitely got enough. I can't spend any more money on like actual art anymore because of <laughs> I do it too much. <laughs> yeah. I just bought something from Lowe's like, as he moved out. <laughs> that koi painting. I'm just like, I need it. <laughs> yeah. But they, they don't have food here, but they do have free pre-rolls from Michigan. So that's something if you Where uh, is that, that tent? The toke tent. That's over there closer to the street. Over there. Ah, yes. It has to be far away from It has to be art. off the same site that marijuana is sold on. Or because the you can't ingest marijuana where you sell it. Never get high on your own supply. Because <laughs> it's legal, but people are still weird about it. I gave blood the other day, and they're like, okay, when you're done uh, here... Make sure you don't drink alcohol for the next eight hours, no heavy lifting. And I go, what about weed? And they just start giggling. And I was <laughs> like, how old are you? <laughs> yeah. My doctor did the same thing. Like, my, my the first time I went to go get, like, hey, I'm an adult now. Check me up. And, like, they had all the questions where they're like, <laughs> they're like, drugs? And I'm like, oh, man, get ready. Because <laughs> I, like, I just was super <clears throat> honest. And I'm going to be, uh, anybody who's, like, scared of healthcare or anything, like, just be honest with your doctor about every single thing you do, and they'll just fix you. It's crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> better that they know. They're not going to judge you. They're just going to go, oh, okay, well, in that case, I'm not going to give you this medicine. Yeah. I'm going to give you this medicine. Like, I was kind of, like, when I first went back to the doctor, I definitely was in my entertainer, like, I'm just always on the road doing drugs kind of thing. And <laughs> So like I straight up was like I was like yeah you know this 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 that this that and he's like okay well if you want to get better you gotta stop doing most of that stuff <laughs> I was like what so yeah. be honest with your doctor is what I'm saying <laughs> just be honest with your doctor yeah <laughs> uh, that's a that that'd be a good title for the podcast be honest with for, your doctor <laughs> be honest with your doctor uh, that'd actually be a great podcast just listen to people if you actually had a doctor I'm not I'm by no means a doctor in anything not a doctor <clears throat> no. There is a um, a really good YouTube doctor named Dr. Mike, um, not me, um, but uh, he's like really, really uh, an good. actual doctor. Yeah, he's an actual doctor. Yeah. He's like a physician, a, child, a family physician, used to be a, like a surgeon and stuff. But now he has this really great YouTube channel where he just like breaks down medical scenes and cinema and TV and then also like really dumbs down like really doctory stuff for you. And oh, nice. he's like really good looking and charming. So it's just a total I'm like when you get a good looking charming white guy that can dumb stuff down for you and can use the internet, might as well give that guy a million dollars the second he's born, right? Yeah. That's his future. <laughs> that's that's true though too, because my wife's a nurse and people will call her. They're like, hey I just came back from the doctor. They said this. What does that mean? It's like you should ask your doctor that like, well I don't want to look stupid. It's like I don't want to look not, stupid. They're not gonna be like, oh you idiot. They're gonna be like, oh here's a person who's invested in their health and they might actually care about you more yeah my doctor like i never understood people who are like who say that i mean like, I, well, i'm not gonna tell my doctor that like, i get it fucking, if somebody's like I, I have a serious cocaine problem i know like, no, that's what you definitely know, like, need to tell still, your doctor tell your doctor because yeah he might give you something that's gonna make you have a heart attack otherwise yeah there's no excuse if you're uh, if you love drugs love your drugs <laughs> but be honest with your doctor about it <laughs> if you if you learn nothing else from this podcast <laughs> Uh, that's uh, like that's what happens when you're just like a partier who just gets older. <laughs> yeah, you're like I'm still gonna do it every now and then when the time is right. If I don't have anything lined up afterward for the next three days, and I've got my fridge stocked with replenishing fluids, and I'll be able to consult with my doctor beforehand. Then let's go to that festival. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Thanks for talking to me, Mike. Thanks for coming out to the market, and uh, I hope you get a chance to enjoy the art. Thanks for letting me be here. Woo! I'm going to peruse. My first interview is with a fellow named Matt. That's who you heard on the top of the interview there. Or the top of the, blah, 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 top of the podcast. He was just walking around, so I asked him uh, more or less what he thought of the whole thing, and we got into a good conversation. He actually took over hosting for a minute, so check him out. All right, I'm here with Matt from, not quite from GR, but from Detroit moving to GR. That's right. Soon to be. How did you find out about this thing? Uh, Just through friends. So we're visiting, we're in the process of like packing up, so our house over in Detroit area is like basically just boxes and empty. And so anytime we can, we'll take a load over here and just hang with friends. And so they knew about this. And so I think I just came because the community mostly and they knew about it. Yeah. Um, so I think they were coming for the art. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I prefer that. <laughs> I like both. <laughs> I partake in both. But yeah, yeah. The, the art's where it's at for me. Cool. Is there anything here that uh, particularly caught your eye? Yeah. Uh, the clay did just because my partner is a ceramic artist. So oh, like yeah. looking at that. So many possum stickers. Apparently that's a trend right now. I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed this. You know what? I'm going to have to look around because now that you say it, I'm probably not going to be able to unsee it. Yeah. I think the possum just embodies the spirit of the age, which is like this resilient but like mangy kind of critter. Yeah. So I think everyone's like, yes, my spirit animal. <laughs> uh, but honestly, this caught my eye because I'm also into like arts and music and the recording gear and all that stuff. So I, yeah. you know, I saw the books, kind of the, yeah, the stack of books I was curious about and yeah, well, I'm glad a mic you came there. by because some people, I think, see the microphones and are like, I'm not going near that. Oh, really? <laughs> They're like, I won't touch it. I mean, podcasting gets a bad rap. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And not all of them are good. Bruh. Just to throw it back at you, like, how do you stand out in this sea of people? What are you trying to, to bring to this scene? Well, I am a creative person. Like I said, you know, I've got these books here with me and I do this podcast and I do some writing like freelance for people on uh, the business side of things. And... I just try to find out what really motivates somebody and how they do what they do just from like a personal interest standpoint. So I think if anybody out there sees people like on Instagram and go, wow, that's really cool. I wish I could just talk to that person for an hour and just pick their brain. So I I try to be kind of like the stand in for anybody else who gets just like excited when they're like, I just talked to somebody who's really creative and now I feel really good. You know what I mean? I want to keep that feeling going. Absolutely. So you've been doing this for a little while then? Yeah, about two and a half years now. So I guess here's my question for you and maybe other people listening have the same question. We want to make art. We want to create something. Yeah. But it's almost intimidating to like jump in and do that. I mean, that's where I find I am, right? It's like I've played music forever. You know, I've recorded some stuff, but not to the point where it's like I'm really loving what I'm putting out or really like excited. Maybe it's just because the internet community is feels more distant than like here talking with you in person maybe you know i mean talking to a bunch of creative people what do you see as the spark of yes i'm gonna jump in and do this through this podcast i've met a lot of friends some of them collaborated with me to edit this book do the cover for the book format it stuff like that so i think yeah whatever it is if you can find a real community of people that you know like you know their names and you know what they sound like in real life like that that really goes a long way towards just like pushing you and 
Um, also, people being resources, like, this is how you do the thing that you want to do. We did an episode on self-publishing, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I just turned around and did everything that that guy told me on that to, to publish this. So was, yeah, you almost have to, like, let go of your ego to be, like, original, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the hard thing is I think people see the arts, and they're like, I want to be original. But successful artists aren't as concerned with that, I find. They love the form. Or yeah, I would say, if, yeah, if you can find a real community of people, or even people that are online that you can develop a relationship with enough to have a real relationship outside of one that's online yeah just goes a long way because then you can say hey what do you think of this and then somebody that you respect gives you an honest opinion and either it's this is really good show this to people or hey you know what you might want to fix this or this before you show this to people and then yeah again like you, have to have you don't want to hear that but you need to hear that because you want to put out the best product possible you don't want a book that's full of typos yeah. or art that clearly needs another coat i don't know i don't do the art thing so <laughs> yeah do but, you think that it's possible to have that real community online i think this is an interesting question for me because we're in the age of the internet post 2020 everything's distributed i mean i think you can definitely start there but for me it if it doesn't go beyond a facebook group or something like that then it's just not as real and doesn't mean as much as when you hear somebody go, this is so good, or hey, 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 in chapter two, there's one thing, you know, like, yeah, I guess I'm just old school like that. I need that personal touch. No, I definitely appreciate, yeah. like, the actual tactile, physical yeah. quality of stuff. And I've just always been curious, like, am I just the dinosaur kind of person <laughs> who's fading away? And it's no, there's at least one more of you. No, okay, it's the two of us. Yeah. That's good. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for chatting. Yeah, thanks get... for being on the podcast. If you want anybody to look you up online, you can tell me your Instagram. And... It's just at Matt Sweda, M-A-T-T-S-W-E-D-A. Don't know the context of this podcast until I hear it later, so hopefully I'm by it, but you seem <laughs> nice in person. So. Next one's with a fellow named Frankie, at Stolen Chapstick on Instagram. Check him out. And he is a... Well, I'm just going to let him tell you. Here. Here's Frankie. Check it out. Frankie is an artist, illustrator. Uh, am I getting that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll let you describe yourself. <laughs> You're one of the vendors here. We're kind of on the opposite side of the market, but uh, tell people what uh, you got going on at your booth here. Uh, so today I have some comics, uh, I make zines, I got some prints, uh, some posters, I make everything myself at home, uh, stickers, trying to promote my new little skateboard company called Billy. Oh, nice. uh, I got a ton of little stickers of the, like the logo of that guy. Uh, yeah, I'm doing some live paintings here today too, at my booth. Oh really? I didn't see that. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, I actually just started today, I got paint all over my hands just now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just started some of those, I got some canvases with me. Uh, oh nice. Just want to... Just get involved with people, you know, just be like, hey, you got an idea? I can paint it right now, you know, like, just kind of do something fun here today. Yeah, if people come out to the next market, then uh, hopefully they'll see you there. Yeah, um, um, I'm going to be at Zine Fest next month, too, so. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Tell me this, who inspires you the most as far as your style, but then also as far as just kind of how they approach art in their career, that kind of thing? Oh, well, a lot of my art is just inspired by my daily life, you know. A lot of artists that I like are comic artists like Michael DeForge, Patrick Kyle, um, a lot mm. of indie kind of people who publish their own stuff. Um, Fanographics, comics, they do a lot of cool stuff. Simon Hanselman is a good one. Um, yeah, just a lot of lower indie kind of people. Like um, I like Keith Haring, like for the popular kind of artist, Matisse, you know, Picasso, like all that stuff. It's yeah, really yeah. interesting to see all the different works that those people have done, too. But yeah, I'm super inspired by like skateboarding, 
I like to skateboard. I like graffiti, you know, just graffiti artists around. I just moved back from Austin, Texas. So being down in Texas, I saw a lot of different artists and like murals and stuff. And that was yeah. super inspiring too. Yeah, they keep it weird down there. That's yeah, the whole thing, yeah, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, keep it weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been to Austin, but it's been years, man. I imagine it's a lot different. It's been like yeah. probably 10 years or more since Yeah, uh, even in my time of living there, there's a lot of new things happening like every day, like pop-ups, shows, like yeah music every day every oh, man. night music yeah. there I, yeah. <laughs> I spent one weekend in austin and i just remember the music was phenomenal every yeah. bar you went to was just great music after band after band after band yeah i lived um i lived right outside of downtown austin so i was like right next to the college okay um so there's like a lot of hole in the wall kind of bars you know arcades like that kind of stuff too so yeah, yeah. even just being in a different environment than michigan because i grew up in michigan um just being there was super inspiring to me too just like whole new view of life are you in Michigan now for a while, at least yeah. as far as as far as you know? Yeah, so I'll be here for a while. This is home, you know. Grew up here, lived here. My family lives here. Cool. Yeah. And if somebody wants to follow you on uh, Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, whatever one you're most active on, where would they do that? My username and my art name is Stolen Chapstick. <laughs> I'm on all of it. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You'll find me on there. Right on. Well, hey, man, thanks for stopping by and talking to me, and uh, thanks for bringing your art out here, yeah, too. It's really sure. cool. Thanks. Thanks You've got uh, a little bit, something a little bit different than um, what a lot of people else have here. Not that, you know, not <laughs> shitting on other people. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's got their own thing, but yeah, yours, yeah. yours stands out here. If anything, mine's probably the closest thing to yours because we both got books of, uh, of one form or another. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, it was nice, nice talking with you, man. Yeah, you too. The next one is someone who is just attending the art market for art's sake. Her name is Casey. She was here with her fiancé, who was very shy and didn't want to be on the microphone, but he was a nice man, too. Uh, so here's Casey giving you her impression of the whole place. What about a hand between There you go. I'm here with Casey. Literally K and C together, Casey. Hi. So you're here with your friend who doesn't want to be on the microphone and all respect to you that's fine I won't push you anymore he's um, my fiance uh, <laughs> uh, you guys are such a cute couple um, thank you tell me though what, what brought you out here did you come here for the dispensary and saw this or did you come here for this I came here specifically for this I really like the thought of weed and art being brought together and mixed in, I think yeah. it's a really cool idea. And um, as soon as I seen this, I was on Facebook events trying to find something to do, and I yeah. came across this, so I called. Hey, what is this all about? And they said, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I got here, you know, the creativity. Like, I just can't stop talking about the creativity within everybody here. Right. Like, you get a little bit of everything. You get earrings. You get jewelry. You get painting. You got books. Everything. everything. It's amazing. Like, the podcast experience, this is great. All of this come together. Yeah, I'm going to go over there later. I think I'm going to either buy one of those bowls or one of those cups from, uh, mm -hmm. from Kate over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm probably going to go over there and shop, too. I am moving <laughs> soon, yeah. so I got to get some home stuff. But, yeah, all of this is, like, really what drew me to it, especially with... I know I was going to see some local artists and more creativity and art. And yeah. just, that's what all I'm about. First impression sounds like this at least met your expectations, if not yes, exceeded them. Yes, huh? yes. It definitely exceeded them. The pre-rolls, I can't wait to smoke. Right. Like, I'm excited. Like, yeah, they didn't have that at the last one. That that kicked it up a notch. Definitely kicked it up a notch. And yeah. I can't wait to see more people come through to this event. Like, this is a really great event. And if you are a local artist, you should definitely look up for stuff like this because... 
coming here with weed plus you get to exhibit whatever you do come on now like yeah network with other people everyone here has been super cool people like i needed a sharpie earlier they're like yeah man have a sharpie exactly like this is this is all amazing it's so great and And then i meet two cool people i'm standing here with two people and (laughs) they are both very cool but like you know i i get it too because my kid who makes all this stuff she was kind of like I'm kind of glad that I can't be there because I don't want to have to, like, talk to people. She's so <laughs> talented. Like, this is amazing for a 20-year-old. Like, this right? is great. Yeah, I can I'm only proud imagine that she started when she was a little kid. And oh, yeah. the been growth, oh, my forever, God, yeah. this is great. Mm-hmm. Like, these are literally gorgeous. That one with the fangs, A1. Right. A1, perfect. Like, yeah. that killer. And this <laughs> is the perfect opportunity for her to get her name out here. Even yeah. if nobody purchases, it's a simple fact that her name is out here. So people know. Yeah, this is this. It's amazing. Definitely, I'm glad she got her at least her name out here because yeah. this this can take take her far. You're super positive. You're my new friend, and so are you. Thank you nice for coming to meet on. You. And uh, I hope you guys really enjoy this. And uh, if you ever get a chance to listen to Creative Ops, this one should be out in like a week or so. Alrighty, perfect. Is cool. it on Apple Music or it's something? It's on like everything. That? Perfect. I do I'll it be right. listening. I'll be listening. I appreciate cool. it. Take care, guys. The next one is with Loiso Matanda, also goes by the nickname Lou. He works at the dispensary. I grabbed him for a second, and uh, we just talked about the whole event and uh, the dispensary and their whole mission. Check it out. You know, all this time coming here, I've picked up stuff from you before. I don't know if I've ever actually got your name. My name is Loiso Matanda. Loiso? Matanda, yeah. Matanda. Yep. Is that your first and last name? First and last, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, that's a long yeah, first that's name. that's a long first name. It's 16 characters. Uh, Loiso? Loiso, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm saying that right. Yep. They call me Lou. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, is that what everybody calls you then? Yep. Either or. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Lou's easier. Yeah. <laughs> Loiso. I get. I got it right the first time, mm-hmm. though, so I think I'm going to try to stick that's with point, it. That's the point, dude. If I'm, if I'm like... Uh, how if I got to say it like two times, then I'll just be like, what's your nickname? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Or I'll hear like American names and I'll be like, Brayden. All right, Brandon. Thank you very much. Or yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And I'll be like, was it Brendan or was it Brandon? I don't know. You know what I mean? That's the exact same name to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, man. Well, hey, what's your uh, what's your impression here? Uh, does this pick up business a little bit when uh, there's the art market going on? Oh yeah, we're pretty slammed. It's uh, steady motion. You know what I mean? Uh, it's uh, on a day like this, you get more people that wouldn't normally tracked in here. You know yeah. what I mean? And it does make for a jumbled day. That you know, one thing I always wanted to ask a bud tender: when people come in and they're like legitimately. Not to say that other people don't have legitimate reasons for using it, but when someone's like, man, I've got a serious medical issue mm-hmm. and I need something for this, uh-huh. then that's probably like, ooh, this is where all my knowledge comes yeah. into play. And then Absolutely. somebody's like, man, which one's going to get me like the most wasted? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When somebody's like, yeah, I don't want to feel my legs anymore. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't know. Just take more. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody said they smoked one strain and they saw the devil. I want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to help me materialize <laughs> Satan in this realm. Um, I use it for magic. Uh, no, no. Uh, but no, it does It does help when somebody actually does need, like, medical attention versus uh, um, needing to get screwed up. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, it's like, and I don't have There's a There's a time and a place. Yeah, for I don't have a yeah. problem either way, but I, I'd much rather have it that um, somebody 
does come in and actually need services because that really helps me to flex my muscle mentally yeah. on uh, uh, on cannabis knowledge and uh, educating somebody else in order to you know help them alleviate their pain or which uh, and Casey was or, on the podcast so it's I'm not speaking out of school here but he like really fucked up his back like yeah. real bad and that's kind of when he got into the whole like medicinal side of the thing so the you know, for anybody out there that's like, oh, it's just kids that want to get high. Like, I mean, there's a little bit of that, but there's like people that legit actually I was uh, don't get any other relief except from this. I was assaulted. I was assaulted and, and pushed out in like a like a, a scuffle and pushed onto my face. Oh, and I have a hairline fracture right down the middle of my face. Damn. And um, I suffered in pain for like four years and that led to extreme alcoholism. Um, just drinking and uh, trying to like self-medicate. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, pain's a motherfucker. It, yeah, it'll make you do wild shit. Um, and uh, it wasn't until I really uh, got into the medicinal side of cannabis that I understood that there is long-term relief and yeah. there is um, an actual answer versus just getting super stoned. You know what I mean? Getting super stoned is an easy fix, but there are like long-term um, solutions that uh, can help people with anything from acute to severe pain daily. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I even saw a video of a dude that took uh, RSO and he had like pretty severe um, Parkinson's and his like within 15 minutes of yeah. taking RSO, like it just stopped. Literally. And, and, and there is currently no resolution for Parkinson's. And then when you see something like that, you think, or is there? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, because, uh, you know, I, my mom actually suffered from a stroke. And, oh, sorry to hear that. Uh, they said uh, it would lead to brain bleeding. Ooh. It would lead to lack of mobility. Um, and uh, through THC, CBG, and CBD, uh, she's almost had a probably about 90% recovery. Damn. To the point where she feeds herself. Uh, the only thing is... And the original she, prognosis was it's just going to get worse and worse. Oh, and worse. absolutely. The original... Pro, uh, 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 the original, uh, you know, prognosis was not good. Yeah. It was completely, it looked like a vegetative state. That was what they ooh, were saying. Um, to the point where it could lead to, um, you know, life support because it was a hippofemoral stroke. And so that's right through the middle of the brain. Oh, damn. And uh, they were promising that she wasn't going to be the same. Um, the only thing now that she suffers from i think is like repeating herself and i think that that's just with age yeah but, yeah uh, that could yeah it's hard <laughs> to tell yeah you know it's hard it is hard to tell but it's almost as if i'm talking to the same woman who before stroke yeah and that's almost virtually impossible with just a little bit of a verbal tick yeah literally that's awesome yeah and, and it, there's so many facets to cannabis yeah that it's not even uh close to just getting stoned yeah Getting stoned is like 1% of everything. Yeah. I know for a lot of people that I know that just use it for like, I guess you could just call it like general daily anxiety. They're like, yeah. man, I'll come home and like the first thing I do is like rah, 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 rah with my wife and then I'll smoke a little bit of weed and then I'm like, hey, I'm sorry about that. Listen. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden like you can you can explain yourself without getting all emotional. I'm, I'm definitely guilty of the same. Uh, I suffer with anxiety. Yeah. Uh, severely. You know, just... Social. Uh, a lot of people do too. The percentages are crazy. Yeah. How many people do? And 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 you know, social anxiety, uh, life anxiety. 
Yeah. Exa- over exaggerated anxieties. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the the easiest and smoothest cure, I think, for me was um, marijuana. Yeah. And not you know getting high out of my mind and just shutting down inside of myself, but uh, you know I take a CBD THC one to one tincture, and it helps me uh, compartmentalize. Yeah, it helps me to uh, not be so much like live inside of my head so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it helps me to kind of. You can have a real conversation with yourself, not just have a voice that's constantly yeah, telling you. Yeah, shit. telling you. Oh man, that sounds looks like you fucked up there. Ooh, that sucks. You better not talk to those people ever again. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I, I'm I'm thankful that uh, I have found uh, you know a non uh, long term solution. Yeah. For something that is a long term issue. Yeah. You know something I mean? that's not gonna like rot your liver yeah. out. Oh, or yeah, 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 absolutely. And yeah. then you end up paying for the side effect of what you were taking to offset anxiety. 20 years later. Yeah. Were you involved with Xanax? <laughs> someone you know. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just heard somebody say, like, did you, one on the radio today was, have you taken Xantac for more than a month straight and then got cancer? Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I want my liver. I want to feel good. And I'd like to feel nice in the head while it's all happening. Yeah, well, it's all, all in one thing. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have your cake and smoke yeah, it, too. Yeah, and smoke it, too. Yeah. 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 Ice cream cake. <laughs> Try it. It's a good strain. Oh, um, I can vouch. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm going to let you do your thing. I've been holding thank you up. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, brother, man. This next one, I grabbed one of the two organizers. Well, I didn't actually grab her. That's figure of speech, people. Hello. Ashley Nash is an illustrator, and she's also one of the co-organizers of this whole farmhouse wellness art market. So I grabbed her, and we talked about it. Again, I figuratively grabbed her. All right, here's Ashley. What is your uh, involvement level with this? I don't want to say you're the co-organizer. The what, how, how do you say this? I guess co- co-organizer is kind of close to it. Me and Megan, we kind of work as a team. She's the marketing Oh, try director. to keep that in front of you. If you got a movie, you can. Yeah. But. She's kind of the marketing director. I am the head creative designer. Yeah. But we kind of tag team a lot of these events. Like for this event, I did a lot of the contacting with people, but in creating the form so that people could apply. But she's the one who's kind of getting the sponsorships and getting all the people out here, making sure that the artists are getting heard, advertising them, handling the social media, all that good stuff. Yeah. I'm mostly just kind of talking to the artists and getting the ads together for her. <laughs> but it, it works out great though because she's she's a great conceptualizer she comes up with some fantastic ideas yeah and i'm more of a doer type of person so it, it works very well as far oh, that's as a good relationship then works fantastic yeah. Works great together um she she comes up with great things and i figure it out for her yeah um, so we we work well together i'm excited for the next couple of things we have coming up too how long did it take you guys to like conceive all this and then you know, put it in motion from the first time the idea came around to when the actual art market happened, how much time went by? Ooh, I want to say about a month or two, probably. Oh, so this all happened pretty fast. Pretty fast. Um, she kind of, so we both were offered like full-time positions at mm. where we were at back in like April. And she kind of came to me and she's like, you know, I have this idea. We want to support artists. Yeah. And why don't we do an artist market? And I was like, yeah, that's that's a fantastic idea. She's like, what what's a better way? I mean, like, art and weed go right together. Yeah, yeah, yeah why for don't sure. We, why don't we find some people for that? And I was like, yeah, I was like, we can make this happen. And we kind of, we were winging it a bit, but we were figuring it out. 
Yeah. And I, I went ahead and started with the form. We've sent that out to people. We advertise it as much as we could. We went around town, went door to door, dropping off flyers to people, even talking to directly to artists. I went to Denderbeck because I work in there too. Yeah. Went in there to speak to a couple artists at one of our meetings. A lot of them were like, which And it, it was great though, because everyone, everyone who participated, we had a good turnout the first time around, but I think this time around we're even having an even better t- turnout this time. Yeah, I knew this one was going to be a little bit different because I got here really early to set up, and there was already like a fair amount of people here before I got here. I was like, oh, this there's there's already like more buzz yeah. <laughs> early in the morning yeah. on this one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We got like an Instagram post to a lot of the artists, so I think a lot of the artists also posted about it, which was great. So they yeah. got their little crowds in, and then also lines and rabbits they shared us on their story, and then. Black 17 is also helping us out as well, too. Yeah. We were able to get a few different things out there, but we're, we're looking to get as many as we can. Mm-hmm. We want people to sell out when they leave this place. <laughs> yeah. We want artists to be really successful out here. That's why we offered it for free. Why, why put a fee on it when we can make this for free for you? See where, what happens. See how it goes. And so. passing out free pre-rolls is pretty cool, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love a free pre-roll? For anybody that comes, not just for the people that are you know working here. Exactly. Yeah. You just got to show up to the tote tent, say hi. As long as we got them, we're giving them. <laughs> Speaking of which, you want to head over there with me? I'm going to go over there uh, as soon as we wrap this one. Yeah, absolutely. I'm down <laughs> for that. Let's go. Right on. The next couple of weeks, I know we got another art market. I'll be talking a lot about that because I'll be here for that one too. But anything else you want to throw out there? Yeah, um, we'll definitely be having a few other events. We're definitely solidifying those details. We got, we're working with little time, but we're making it happen. We are going to be having a paint puff and pass Ooh. event. You'll be able to sign up for that online. It is paint a paid venture, pass. so you have to pay for it. But we'll, we'll be getting some joints down here. You can hang out, smoke in the tote tent, and get a little painting done, too. We'll also have a movie night as well. You'll Yay. be able to vote on that, too. We have quite a few movies Ooh. and choices. So many things come to mind. Big Lebowski's one yeah, of them. Yeah, he's on the top of the list. That's oh, my shit, personal yeah. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Calmer than you are. I got the white Russian pin right here. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a few movies on there. I think Half-Baked's also on there. And Friday classic. and a couple other movies. Ooh, Super Troopers classic. is on there as well, too. Um, but you'll be able to vote or put in a suggestion, and whatever is the best turnout, that's what we'll watch on that day. And I believe that's September 9th. And then our next one, we're also doing a bike and blaze at the end of the month on July 30th. Oh yeah, you guys just did one of those, right? Yeah, exactly. And those nice. are fun. Those are nice. They're beautiful out here too. Yeah, yeah, and it was it seemed low key too. It wasn't people doing like Tour de France, like trying to keep up 30 miles yeah. an hour. Type I mean, of thing. We're, was... we're smoking weed out here. We gotta <laughs> chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so people that are like, oh, I don't know about like exercise. It, it was nobody was like huffing and puffing. No, no. Well, no. they were puffing, but they weren't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Puffing a little here and there. <laughs> but it's nice because we we start around like 10 a.m. or something like that. We ride out to Millennium Park. Um, it's a nice, chill, easy ride. We take a halfway stopping point, smoke a little bit, and then we continue the rest of the way. And you can keep riding if you want, but yeah, I think we I think it's about a two-hour venture or something like that. that two hours cool. long. I might have to come up for that. Yeah, absolutely. Come on out for sure. But we'll. We're hoping that we can make this a yearly thing. Yeah. So all these things will, they'll be fun. You can come out here any day of the, any Saturday in the summer. That's why I love this place. It's just, it's more, there's so much more happening outside of the dispensary here. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And you know. especially with like what Casey's doing and what Farmhouse is doing from the community out here. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's so nice to see someone who is benefiting from industry and then giving that money back. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you don't always see that, so it's nice to see that happen out here. I'd love to be a part of it too. Yeah, and I'll just plug the episode I did with Casey, with uh, the owner Casey Cornolia. That's how he says it, right? Yeah, yeah. Of uh, Farmhouse Wellness, we did a long interview, and you get to hear the whole story of how he got into the medical side of things, how he 
<laughs> tracked a guy down and was like, please let me buy your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny story. Good story, yeah. So, all right, well, Ashley, people will uh, come check you out. I'll get your um, Instagram handle and anything else that people might need to know about you to find you. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for talking to me. Thanks for letting me come out here. This is awesome. This next one is a vendor. Her name is Kate. She's at ClayKate on Instagram. We were buddies at the first art market because we were right next to each other, but then we were separated. So she came to visit and we talked. She was the one who gets mentioned several times as the, the cool clay person. So here she is. So the one I was just talking about was a piece that it was fired in a kiln that I no longer have access to. And it was like a very nice, rich iron glaze that it's like part of the firing process. It could be different every time. So yeah. this time it was really hot out when it was fired. And so it didn't cool down for like three days. And usually the kiln cools down within one day. Yeah. So, um, so like half a week later. It's like a <laughs> technique that potters will do to grow these little crystals on the surface of the glaze. Oh. They control the cooling of the kiln so that it's a very slow cooling at these certain temperatures that grow the crystals. Yeah, because I'm a dummy. I don't think about like the art within that part of it. I think of the yeah. ah, the making it on the wheel and the putting the glaze. On. But you know, I was in. <laughs> I guess because in high school, middle school, you make stuff and then you give it to the teacher and then you don't see it till it's done again. So that part's just kind of out of sight, out of mind. Right. For people that don't intimately, you know, have that relationship it, like you do with it. Yes, it is a science, the glaze chemistry. There are some glazes that people intentionally grow crystals with, but it was just kind of a fluke of it being so hot the day that it was fired. Yeah. And then I didn't do anything to control the firing or the cooling, and it just cooled at this rate that happened to create this effect spontaneously that people usually like seek out through like a very deliberate controlling of the kiln. So. So you did it by accident. Yeah. Do you? Do you embrace that with like the things that you make or are you kind of a perfectionist like, no, it has to be just this or do you go? No, I'm definitely an imperfectionist. <laughs> like, I think it's kind of cliche, the term wabi-sabi. I think it might be a cliche now, but I've always resonated with that term and interpreted it as the imperfection, the perfection of imperfection. Yeah. And then like I coach my clients and collectors when they order pottery that everything's going to be similar and different. Yeah. Just like you and me, yeah. or like other humans, that's what makes us cool and individual yeah, and like unique. The, uh, the pendants that you had that had the heart shape with the imprint of the leaf in it, each one was a little different size. Some were a little bit more concave, some were a little bit like flatter with just kind of like a little ridge at the end. But yeah, to describe it, they all are the same, but not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool stuff you got over there, by the way. Did you have the, the smaller pieces, the pendants and all those things last time? I did, but it was in a different display. Okay. So I was gonna say, they weren't really everything selling, looks a little different. So I put them in a basket. I thought the basket might be more like inviting to rifle through. Oh, like when people see a thing of buttons and they're like, ooh, buttons. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I had only made more necklaces because the first batch I made sold so well. And then the second batch I packaged slightly different. And there was something about the way that I presented them that wasn't quite as 
interesting to people. So then I was like, oh, I think I got some baskets in the basement. I'm always getting like hand-me-down baskets from my grandmom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you can use this for your art display. And then I, I'm like now thinking I should actually send her a picture. I sold a bunch of them recently since I made that change. That like grandparent mindset of like, yo, don't ever throw anything away. You never know what you're going <laughs> to yeah. actually came through for you this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> some people it can turn into hoarders and some people, yeah, actually can <laughs> make productive use of it. Good job. Yeah. that's what, I don't have a lot of stuff, so I'm a great person. I just, uh, I recently took a lazy boy chair. So it's funny you brought this up, but I recently took a chair from my grandmother Oh, I'm glad the way that you finished it. that sentence. When you said, I took a lazy boy, I thought you meant like, that's just like a fancy way of saying, I have a lazy boy now. Like, okay, like I've taken a lover. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, it's a type of chair that's yeah, really yeah, nice yeah, when you're yeah. old to recline in. And she just wanted a new one. And it was like problematic that she had this old chair that she needed to get rid of. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't have a chair like that. And I brought my SUV out to New Hampshire. So it was actually like really helpful that I took it and now I have a chair yeah and like I might read your book in the chair because I feel like that's what I should use the chair for is reading it seems like a good just like that's crazy like as a storyteller and even you know as a podcaster who presents things you always look for that full circle moment Mm -hmm. and that's that's it right there Mm -hmm. like all these small things that happened at seemingly random times and events they all coalesce into you having a nice comfortable place to sit when you read the best book you're ever going to read. You don't have socks on, but if you did, it would, it's going to knock your sandals off. I look forward to that <laughs> experience. I'll just yeah. be in the chair and the sandals will shoot off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll be in my chair. You can text me and be like, hey, dude, it, it happened. That one went right through the ceiling and I'll be like sipping my coffee out of your bug and be like... Called it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's the big full circle moment. Yeah. You look, by the way, just super duper professional over there. Your setup is amazing. I'm taking lessons from what I'm doing wrong over here aesthetically, and hopefully I'll have it righted the, the next time. But even, Thank you for the compliment. Even even for, you know, you said you don't do big banners, and you, you know, you try to keep it kind of small. You still do have a very pleasing arrangement over there. Thanks. That's exactly what I'm going for. I just try to arrange the pottery with similar colors yeah. to each other so that it just kind of looks good. A nice plain colored tablecloth with properly presented things just goes a million miles. Yeah. I think people don't even know simple. what I'm doing over here, honestly. <laughs> I feel Personally, I feel like you're being too hard on yourself, but I wasn't going to say it at first. <laughs> I was just going to let it slide, but... Okay. I think that it's great, like, you're featuring another artist, like, a visual artist, along with your book. Yeah. And well, I definitely don't need a 10 by 10 space all to myself. Yeah. So I thought... It gives people... There's, like, plenty of room to ambulate around your display that's in the center. Yeah. I And I wanted to kind of keep it in keeping with the podcast that I do, where it's like, yeah, I'm the host. People are going to get to know me, and this is kind of how I build up a following of my own. But if I have a following at all it's not really any good unless i can be like hey what do you think about this this is cool right and so that's Mm. that's the whole thing is i wanted to feature other people here with the space that i had because i don't need it all and then i thought even go one step further bring the podcast here and then people who didn't make it out were like oh shit i wanted to go how'd it go well now you know i've talked to some artists some people that were just walking by some people that work here yeah i love it i was excited i need a sign though like who wants to be on a podcast or something like that maybe yeah are you doing the third market yep i'm in for all of them perfect so 
That I'm could be your next addition to the booth. I'm going to look like a, pardon my French here, I'm going to look like a fucking pro next time. Yeah. I'm calling it right now. And if I, and if I don't, then you can be like, yeah, how'd that work out for you? I'm going to be really underwhelmed. Yeah. And I will let you know. Thanks. But I'm looking forward to being surprised and excited Good. by all your improvements. I know your Instagram. Is there anything else that you want to share, like direct people's attention towards websites or anything My website like that? is com slash shop takes you to the shop. But it's just kateluisceramics.com. And there's a nice video on there that my friend Philip Carroll made called The Clay Path. Ooh. All right, cool. You know, I'm going to have you write down that information, too, because I like to give uh, credit where credit's due. And otherwise, thanks for coming on, and uh, I look forward to seeing you again at the next one, and good luck to you the rest of the day. It doesn't look like you need much luck. People are, you better get back over there, because you got a little swarm. The last one was another attendee, a creative person in his own right. His name is Dean. He's got links for his band in the show notes. And he gives you his uh, take on cannabis and art and all that. Dean, what brings you to the art market today? Well, um, my friends, Sarah and Dawn, specifically my friend Dawn, makes art. She makes some really interesting... I feel like it's like life perspective art to me is how I, I see it. Like some of it's just like very it looks it's like a interesting way to look look at mindsets usually like she has some old ones like one of them is just like it's a little dark but it's like bleach in a coffee cup like yeah. just kind of funny thoughts or one of them says <laughs> it's like a fortune opening up it's like chill out we're on a we're on a rock we're floating on a rock yeah like and i just think it's she her observations are really good she's very like chill mm. so it's, it's really good art all of this Okay, cool. So you heard about this through one of the vendors. What did you think about the uh, the other vendors that you've seen? Has anybody particularly stuck out to you that uh, you didn't know about coming in? Uh, this guy Nick over here wasn't initially going to get anything. I just like to explore and then come back later and get stuff. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. But he had this card, and it's funny to me. It's it's a card, and it's like let's eat trash together. <laughs> it's like these two animals just like wrapping around. I love it. Yeah, it's cute. So I end up trash, getting that yeah. just by chance. <laughs> if somebody gave that to me, I would be like, I'm yours. <laughs> yeah, it's so adorable and yeah. it's so endearing, you know. Do you consider yourself a, a cannabis, I don't know if enthusiast is the sure. right word, but, you know, a, a partaker of the cannabis? I have definitely partaked in my days. I don't partake as often anymore, but I, I still enjoy it when I do. Yeah. If you find yourself doing it too much and you're like, man, I'm not getting anything done. That can be a bad thing. Yeah, I tend to be someone who, I'm an escapist, so I tend to, anything I really enjoy, will I will somehow abuse it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what that might be, just to clarify. So yeah. in that case, I really used to enjoy smoking cannabis, and then at some point I was avoiding my feelings with it. So I was like, well, I can't, I'm not enjoying this anymore, so I'll take a break. Yeah. So now when I'm with the right amount of people, like good people, when I want to do something fun and vibe, I will have some. And I really enjoy it still. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, like you were saying, it is good once in a while, even if it's just like to take a one-week-off tolerance break, yeah. just to kind of reset and be like, okay, Sometimes you have to deal with the stress and anxiety in another way. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. not the right way. I'm not using it right like other people are. That's basically yeah. it. You got to accept <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that. You know? Yeah. Well, that's very, um, oh, not self-actualized, but self-aware. That's the word I'm looking for. That's very self-aware of you to, uh, to take that. <laughs> 
take that stance, take that uh, knowledge and about yourself and be like, all right, I can put this into perspective a little bit. It's definitely come to light with a lot of things in my life recently. So I'm like, yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah. Just got to be mindful of what you're doing. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. You said that sure. you play music. Yep. I'm a, I sing and write songs. I would consider myself a songwriter. I uh, started this band called Bedroom Ceilings in 2016. Originally, just going to be a solo project. Then my, my buddy Ben joined, and we're, we're a duo. We, I write the songs. I bring him the songs. We talk about the arrangements we were thinking. We put albums together. We play shows with friends uh, accompanying us. And same with the albums. It just depends, you know? So that's like my main creative project. But I, I also have a side project I'm starting. And I don't know. I'm really into all kinds of art, like creating art with people, like for the albums as well, like being a part of the process of what we want to make. Yeah. I personally am an awful artist. I can't draw. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I've been telling people too. I They come over here and they're like, wow, this is really good. And I'm like, it's not mine. <laughs> it's it's a different artist. I just have the books that are next yeah. to it. Right, right. So yeah, I don't have that gene either. I, right. I got somebody to do the cover for me because I'm hopeless with that. It's great. And I'm sure I want to, I'm very curious about the book. I was going to ask you soon about that. Oh yeah. I'll give you my whole pitch, but I won't do it on the, on the podcast. Oh, sure. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. yeah cool. But uh, yeah, before, uh, before you go, make sure that any information that you want people to know about your band or you like places, uh, websites or Instagrams like that, write it on there and I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, thanks man. <laughs> oh, you know what the laugh track means? It means it's time to get the hell out of here. Thank you so much to everyone at Farmhouse Wellness, from the people who own it, Casey, you're awesome, thanks buddy, to Megan and Ashley, who really put all the work into coordinating this event, thank you guys for the opportunity, all the vendors, all the people that came out, everybody, thank you, and thanks for listening to this, I hope you stick around, I'll see you guys later, mwah! Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Weird, right?